45-Hour Post-Education for Florida Real Estate Sales Associates by Edward J. O'Donnell. Follow the legislative mandate to increase professionalism of licensees. If you think that a textbook will help you, you have two choices, a physical textbook or an ebook. Just click on the link below to purchase. At the beginning of each section is an introductory paragraph designed to set the tone for the units. In that section, a second paragraph given the reason for focus of the subject area described. The sections comprise 14 units. Each unit in the manual is divided into the following parts. Unit material, key term practices, and answers to the discussion exercises. Each unit overview offers a summary of the subject area covered. Each unit in the textbook lists learning objectives. Key term list is a teaching vehicle at the beginning of the unit rather than alert you at the beginning of the unit. Only the important terms used in each unit are listed. Many key terms from FREC Course 1 for Sales Associate are used in the unit but are not identified as such in the textbook. This post-licensing course is a follow-up course building on your knowledge learned and experience gained rather than repeating Course 1 material. Each unit in this manual contains a fill-in-the-blank quiz using some key terms shown in the unit. Near the end of each unit in the textbook is a short synopsis of the major points. Practice exam multiple-choice questions follow each unit and are similar to those found in the practice final exam and on the end of course exam. The answers to the quizzes <clears throat> are at the end of each unit in this manual and in the answer key in the back of the manual. If you think that a textbook would help you, you again have two choices. You can purchase a physical textbook or you can purchase the ebook. Just click on your choice to purchase. A glossary of key terms is included to help students increase their real estate vocabulary. Section one, laying the foundation for a successful career. Unit one talks about legal issues and risk management. Unit two, fair housing and the American with Disabilities Act. Unit three, business planning and time management. Section two, obtaining listings that sell. Unit four, up prospecting for listings. Unit five, pricing the property to sell. Unit six, making the listing presentation. Unit seven, listing contracts. Section three, selling real property. Unit eight, working with buyers. Unit nine, sales and option contracts. Unit 10, writing and presenting the offer. Section four, financing and closing real estate transactions. Unit 11, exploring mortgage alternatives. Unit 12, acquiring financing for property. And unit 13, closing the transaction. Section five, analyzing and managing investment properties. Unit 14, analyzing and managing investment properties and your practice exam answer and rationale. Final word, many students have a negative view of the post-licensing only because the attendance is mandatory. This is an excellent opportunity for you to gain from the educational experience. I will do all I can to help you become more comfortable and competent in your real estate activities. I want you to know the rewards you'll receive in the business from studying each area being presented and discussed. I will throughout the course be making and keeping the learning alive. Examples from my professional experiences to make teaching points. If you think that a textbook will help you, you have two choices, a physical book, or again, you can purchase the ebook. That's your choice to purchase. Your guide, Vinny DeRosa, Florida real estate licensed instructor since 1980. Part of Florida Real Estate University.
45-hour post-licensing education for real estate sales associate Edward J. O'Donnell with the Dearborn Real Estate Education System. Unit number three, business planning, time management. Communication skills are very, very important in our profession. The first one is listening. You should be listening more than you're speaking. So listening skills, oral communication skills, written communication skills, and those nonverbal communication skills. Uh, all of these are interchanged and intermingled, but I think I prefer listening more than I speak. So listening, oral, written, and nonverbal communication skills. Listening. What do you got to do? Well, you got to listen. You got to hear. You got to understand, and you got to evaluate. And as you're listening to that potential seller or buyer, you will hear things about the property. Uh, and if you understand what they're saying, you can move on. If you don't, you'll come back and say, could you explain that a little bit better to me, please? And then you evaluate what you can or cannot do for them. Oral communication skills can be developed by going and taking some classes at the community college. Toastmasters is a perfect example for people who have a fear of speaking. And again, it's not speaking in, in big, massive groups. Some people get a little, you know, a little bit turned around when they get in front of one or two people. So these will give you the opportunity to build your skills. Avoid poor word choices. Yeah. No slang, no curse words. You know, keep it simple and don't use jargon. What the heck is jargon? MOS, FUSBO, POS. Use words that people can understand. We tend to sometimes presume someone understands what we're saying. Don't presume anything because that makes you know what of me and you. So don't use that jargon. Use communication words that people will understand. Written communications. Avoiding bad grammar. Yeah, I'm terrible about writing things down and, and putting it in a, a good presentable speech, I guess you could say. But I'm getting better. Misspellings, uh, that's what we have spell check for. But again, sometimes spell check doesn't really understand what you're saying. You might have said something or written something incorrectly. Don't be, um, you know, ambiguity. Uh, you know, don't, don't, just, just keep it simple. Skills may be enhanced by taking a course, again, at the college, reading books on your subject, and buying books of ready-made real estate letters. Uh, there are a lot of communication written skills that you can purchase online. Uh, I, I am a believer of there's, there's nothing new out there. Someone has probably written something about something that you're looking at. And, you know, go and get some ideas. Formulate your own thoughts on it. Read it. And, and then from there, maybe reconstruct your thoughts on how to present something in writing. Uh, it's, it's a good idea. And it, and it, in, it increases your vocabulary. The other communication skill are the nonverbal, often called body language. Yeah, reflecting indicates an interest in the other person and helps establish rapport. So what is reflecting? Parroting, repeating words exactly. Phrasing, rephrasing in your own words. Paraphrasing and nonverbal, re repeating what they do. So you're in a, a setting sometimes and you're, you're meeting people for the first time. And they may say something. So I may pair it back to them and say, okay, you said that, this, this, and this, correct? Yes. Okay, I want to make sure I understood what you were saying exactly. 
And then you may rephrase it in your own words. Okay, you said this, so I'm communicating or, or understanding that this is maybe what you've said. Is that correct? Yes. And then nonverbal, you know, repeating what they, you know, what, what they what they do. Are, are they, you know, open to you or close to you? And you can tell someone if they're shut off or 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 interested in your conversations. Um, goes back to some of those old dating skills, guys and gals. You know, you can read someone by the by their their nonverbal expressions. Mirroring displays the same body language as the other person, and matching reflects what is not as obvious. Yeah, I I, I know that some people do the mirroring. You know, you if they shift left, you shift left, or foot left. You know, I I try not to to mimic them or mirror them. I try to listen with my eyes. Professional education and types of knowledge, technical. And these are things that you will learn as you go on in your profession and you have started to learn some of these since you've gotten your license. The technical, preparing CMAs, competitive market analysis, doing a contract, understanding the laws, and understand that you're not a lawyer. So if at some point you get questions that are pertaining to law, I make reference to you know, if you're not too absolutely sure about this, you may want to uh, refer to a real estate attorney. And I did say real estate attorney, not some guy who hangs a shingle up who's just an attorney because they may not understand thoroughly the laws of the state of Florida. So preparing CMAs, com you know, competitive market analysis, you know, that's part of your technical opportunity. Writing contracts. Marketing. Prospecting for listings. Showing properties. Making a listing presentation. All of you will have an opportunity to practice a lot of this. Uh, your first listing presentation and prospects may be family, friends, or neighbors. You know, uh, they may be your first uh, opportunities to, to 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 prospect for listings and and to do the the technical parts of it, showing properties, making a listing presentation. You know, uh, and and don't come off as rehearsed. People will tell that you're not sincere. You know. It's only the facts, people. You know, don't over-glamour it. Don't puff it. You know, and you're out showing properties. Don't say, isn't this a beautiful home? I don't know. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I may think it's a POS, and you may be loving it. Well, you know, I'm going to express why I think it is, and it's up to the, the buyer at that point to decide whether or not I, they agree with me. They may not agree. They may not see it the way I do, but I will point out those things that they would not readily observe because they're not the professional. Product. Know the market by seeing properties. Uh, I tell people, you know, go in a for sale by owners. Go look at the FISBOs in your neighborhood. Uh, they're your competition for sales. So why would you not go in and preview for sale by owners? You know, they may be an opportunity, maybe not for a listing, but you know what? They may be buying something in the future when they sell. And you may be the only person that called on him and said, hey, look, I'm not trying to get your listing, but if you decide to move or move out of there, let me see if I can be assistance to you. So know your market by seeing properties. Go out and look at those you know, repos so that you can do a, a better CMA when you're doing a comparative market analysis. Will someone say, what about that house down the road? Well, that was a repo, and here's why it's priced at that level. So again, product knowledge. Product knowledge. Technical, marketing, and product. Some daily goals and time management. Uh, I, I, I say make a priority list to do. I do sometimes and I don't. You know, um, it's tough. 
everyone has their ups and downs, their daily routines, and sometimes you get off of these dailies. So I do have a list of things, just like I'm putting these courses together on, on uh, podcasts. It, it took me a while to put the priority together, which one I was going to do first and, and how I was going to present this material. So priorities. Put it the least pleasing items first. <laughs> this, this was not the easiest thing to do was to put together a podcast of this material. There isn't a format for this. I'm one of the first in the state of Florida to do this for these courses. So it's a learning curve for me, and I hope it's, it's enjoyable for you. Don't forget, don't work with unqualified customers. <laughs> I, I tell people, you know, they may say they're pre-qualified, but I want from the bank only one thing they're going to ask for is an appraisal. I want all the VOs to be out, verification of employment, verification of in income, uh, <clears throat> uh, if they're being transferred, is the company assisting? So I want all of that work done up front. Be on time for your appointments. If you say you're going to be there at 2 o'clock, be there at 2. I don't use even numbers. I say I'll be there at 10.06. I go, huh? I said, I got gotcha. you. I'll be there at 10.06. You know, I play a little game, but I mean, when you make an appointment, be there and make cost-effective choices. You will be bombarded with choices of business plans, marketing materials. There's a lot of great stuff out there. I would talk with other successful agents and say, what are things that have worked for you? And then research it. Don't buy into every single program that gets presented to you because you're going to spend a lot of time and a lot of money. So be, be picky about what you spend your time and money on. So you've graduated up. You've decided you need a personal assistant. You've been very successful. Things have been moving along great. And you go, geez, you know, I could use another pair of eyeballs on what I'm doing. You have two choices, a licensed personal assistant and an unlicensed personal assistant. So let's talk about the licensed one. That licensed personal assistant can do all real estate services, just like you do, but they must be registered under your broker. So your broker will hold their license under them, even though they're your personal assistant. The broker must pay for selling activities, and the sales associate can pay their salary. So let's get this straight. You hire a licensed personal assistant. That assistant will become an agent of your broker. Your broker will pay them for any sales activities. So if they get a part of any of the commission earned, your broker will pay them that commission. You, the sales associate, can pay their salary. Or if you're a broker associate, you can pay their salary if they get a salary. So understand that. Unlicensed personal assistants cannot perform any real estate services and can perform a limited range of duties spelled out by the Florida Real Estate Commission. And I suggest that you go back into the chapter 475, 455, and 61J2 and look at the current performance activities. 
I'm not going to put them on here because they're subject to change. I suggest that you go back into Chapter 475 or 455 or 61J2 and look at the current activities that you can have when you have personal assistance. And again, understanding that your business planning, your time management is the most critical thing. Without some kind of a format, without some kind of a structure, uh, you'll become what's called a wandering generality, like Zig Ziglar used to say. So with that in mind, unit three, uh, business planning and time management. If you're wanting to ask questions about anything about any of these chapters, you can contact me directly. Again, Vinny DeRosa. Uh, I'm 9 to 9, Monday through Sunday at 888-738-7381. Again, that's 888-738-7381. And we'll see you in unit number four. Hi, this is Cousin Vinny. Our sponsor, FloridaRealEstateUniversity.com, meets state-mandated Florida real estate education, offering pre-licensed, post-licensing, and continuing education courses so you can learn it from the comfort of your home or on the road. Visit our sponsor, FloridaRealEstateUniversity.com. Please take time to visit our sponsors at CousinVinnyNetwork.com. Without them, this network would not be possible. That's C-U-Z-I-N-V-I-N-N-I-E Network.com.